1: the same attributes it takes to be a tight end what oh god it's the wrong angle i was playing magic on my (laughs) webcam what's up everyone it's the podcast (laughs) what is that noise vera what's up what are you doing in your spare time bro i'll show you this is not great (laughs) podcast content i have my magic mat right here i'm gonna be playing after the podcast tonight me and the boys ajax included we just—I push my keyboard out of the way, put my magic mat right here, and then we play and we play webcam magic yeah. because uh, because I miss playing with my friends all the time.
2: What else do you do on your magic mat of yours?
1: Literally nothing, John. What is wrong with oh. you, man? <laughs> this is this is all I use it for. It's, you gotta keep it nice and clean. What is wrong with you, man? Welcome to the Backlighters oh. Podcast, everybody. Barracuda is he. Last week, he's the one who takes it to a dark place. Then this week again, like, <laughs> literally unbelievable, dude. You cannot stop this, you man. You
2: stalter-sauced me last week,
1: Brian. And I was right to do so. That's all I'm going to say. Uh, thanks, everyone, for tuning in. A big week um, mm-hmm. for you guys, Barra. It was a doub- another doubleheader week. Uh, mm-hmm. And this time it was against the top end of the SPL. Friday, you go up against Ghost. SOT back in the lineup. Mm-hmm. And you guys pull out the dub. Um, obviously you go into every set expecting to win. Yeah. But I mean, were you really <laughs> expected to win that one? I mean, come on. Talk to me about like the week of practice leading up to it and how confident you felt coming into this week.
2: The week of practice was pretty good. We had tried out a lot of new strategies. Obviously I had been practicing the Cupid a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot. You got some work out oh, yeah. of it. Yeah. I, 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 I watch I watch a lot of Radiance and I feel like they get so much value out of the qubit pick and the way they play with it as a team and Cyclone individually is just really really impressive. Um, so I've been kind of studying him and seeing what he does and what I can do to adapt that to my gameplay. And I feel like the early game, my Cuban laning fan is like eh, but in team fate, in team fights I think I'm really good at playing with my front line with hearts and playing with the bombs for poke. And I feel like we've been drafting around the cupid really well. I think I don't think Ghost drafted around it well, but I think uh, SSG drafted around it really well. And the ghost set, uh, we messed up a lot of sieges game one when we had EFG. I think we got EFG two different times and I'm pretty sure either one of those sieges we should have been able to end the game on. But in the game, we were making the incorrect calls for how we wanted to split up our teammates and what we wanted to do Mm -hmm. Um, once we got to the Phoenixes. I do think the plan that we made would have worked, but their team called... Oh, yeah, it was like Cthulhu, Thana, Purse, Rama, Faf. Yeah. So it was really hard for me to actually hit a Phoenix because I was a really...
1: Dude, you were just Only on the game run game. from Cthulhu. Literally, all, <laughs> all it was literally you and Fine one on oneing like by Red Buff as the rest <laughs> of the fight was happening at Gold or or like yep. Phoenixes. Like you were literally just running from him. All set.
2: It was really weird team fighting in a one v one against Cthulhu because once his thorns ran out, I wanted to take the fight, but by that time I was already half HP. Right. So with my build, I'm sure you're going to bring up my build today. I am. I think it's but bad. But with my build, I was able to skirt around and hearts up consistently and kind of re-engage the fight a little later. It wasn't a good build for straight boxing the Cthulhu. If I wanted to go that route, I would have gone, like, Devo's and probably crit. So I can just fight him once his thorns run out. But in a 1v1 against Cthulhu, I can only get, like, 4 or 5 auto-attacks on him before he just turns out and runs away. Right. So... In those team fights, I think my build was the best case scenario for what I was looking for, which was just survive, heal up consistently, heal my teammates consistently, and get stuns pretty consistently in fights, depending on how much I was able to stack my passive. In the fights,
1: yeah, I was going to talk to you about your cupid because I noticed uh, two things in particular. One, mm-hmm. you love ending team fights with fields of love. Like the longer you hold on to that ultimate, the stronger <laughs> it gets in your mind. That's the only explanation that I've got. You, like today against SSG, you you mm-hmm. used it to make sure that Nika didn't come down off somersault cloud and kill Ven. Yep. because it was that it was you still had it that late into the team fight. Uh, and then number two. Was the build. So you've been going mm-hmm. trans, ninja tabi, yotons yep. most of the time like Ikeval, then Atalanta's. And mm-hmm. then what do you finish? Do you get Titans last?
2: Yeah, I always go with the Atlantis Titans. And okay. the order changes. Sometimes I go Atalanta's after Yotans if they're getting tanky. Um, if they have a lot of health, I'll go Kins in that slot. If I need flat pin, if they're not building um, a lot of defense, I'll go Crusher. And I've been really liking Iqbal because of how Qubit's scalings are. I just get so much value on three of my abilities through Iqbal because Qubit's yep. uh, scalings are just through the roof. And I also like Iqbal for peeling um, for Vin. I feel like I get a lot of value out of that as well. Or for peeling for myself as well, depending on the team fights. Sure. And it, it's a really weird build on paper, but it feels really good.
1: It is really weird on paper. I have not yep. played it at all. Uh, mm-hmm. And so I will reserve judgment until then, but I will be trying it and I will be trying building the normal Cupid build because most other Cupid players are still just going Devo's Ninja Tabby chins like the, the bow build basically. Right. Mm-hmm. Like no, no one's book. really going trans on him yeah, besides I've, you.
2: I went the Devo's build for a while um, when I was still practicing a lot with it and trying to get better with it because, I mean, I've been playing Smite forever, obviously, but when a god comes back from the map for not being meta for, like, three years, you kind of just have to, like, slam-jam it over and over and over again. Right. Especially now the teams are way better at drafting around certain picks. Um, I, I just had to, obviously, slam-jam and try a lot of different builds. Sure. It was kind of the opposite of Heim, where every build felt good on Heim, but the Devo's build felt terrible on Cupid. I tried it so much. I tried variations of it. I tried going Cupid or Cupid. I tried going crit. I tried going uh, the full attack speed. I tried going like a mix of like Kins and not full attack speed. And it would feel good at like five or six items. But the ramp up felt really bad. I think it felt worse on the third item. If I was like going Kins or Atlantis. Like on that spike, it felt terrible.
1: Yes, that. Yeah, I don't think that build is really designed to feel good on that spike. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't think that 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 spike can't even feel that good on like Rom, who who is the best at abusing that build. Like, it's just that whenever you finally get to six items, you just do literally everything like you just hit Mm -hmm. so hard. It feels kind of impossible to deal with. Um, But yeah, that uh, I mean, it clearly works. You can't you cannot argue with the results. Um, If I had told you coming into this week that you come out uh, one and one including a did you two O ghost on on friday mm-hmm. you did right you two O yep. ghost and then you uh and then you force ssg to game three would you have taken me up on that nope <laughs> no you would have you would have thought you would have gone greedy bro
2: no i mean like i would not have said oh you
1: wouldn't have believed me no i asked yeah, if you did, yeah. would you have take if i offered you like hey this is like your outcome like would you be happy with this i thought you were saying no oh like, yeah,
2: yeah 100% be happy with. This. sorry um, Okay. I mean, you can say, oh, yeah, we go into every set expecting to win, but that's just kind of something you say. Yeah. Like, but during our Ghost set, like actually during the games, I did not feel like we were going to lose that set or lose a game. Mm-hmm. And like before that, going into it, I've played against Ghosts a lot. I've played against every player on that team. And. They just played a different style against us that is, in my opinion, not suited for them. Like, they try to play like a normal team. How many times does Ghost play like a normal team? Not that often. How many times do they rely on PBM literally running the entire map? Pretty much all the time. Exactly. All of their laners rely on PBM running the map, making plays. I'm pretty sure Sam relies on it a lot as well to make plays. And... I don't know if we were just stopping that from happening or if PBM was trying to play a different style before Worlds or practicing for that for some reason. Um, but it, it was just a different ghost, I would say, than the standard run it down. Like, literally, the first time we played them, I was Soul against a Herc. I got blinked on at my Pearl Buff wave one, or at like 17 seconds into the game. Yep. Didn't even get a chance to play the game there. And then they dropped Fafnir. And yeah. then don't do anything aggressive with it draft a full team fight squad and then they're going to out-, out team fight us yeah i mean i can respect that but it's just not their style and i think in this current day and age of smite you need to learn your style and play your style yeah. and i mean they played really well against pk but i think pk was also playing pretty bad
1: yeah, PK them. is slumping hard, man. I don't know. <laughs>
2: they're such a weird team, man.
1: I just don't know what to expect from that team ever because they go up against anyone who's below them in the standings and they, like, would just destroy mm-hmm. them. They they obliterated United this week. And then they just, like, they look like they're incapable of winning games against top-end teams. I just don't un- I don't understand. I don't know if it's a mental thing for them or what. I really don't. I really don't get it. I
2: think their games always seem like when they're stomping the low-end teams, it's through solo lane. And Scary just...
1: It's the right side of the map, always.
2: Yeah. He yep. just instantly explodes into, like, a three-level ahead solo laner, rotates around to all your back camps, rotates to your blue, sometimes ro- rotates to your speed buff. They're making plays on the jungler constantly. And against the top-end teams, they just don't do that. Yeah. And it felt like Ghost didn't do that to us. I felt like we were able to play our style and get away with aggressive plays into Ghost. And for some reason, they were always behind. Yeah, I also do think we were making way more plays confidently on the map, but they were not playing their style that they are used to. And I'm pretty sure everyone on their team relies on PBM doing his style on the map because yeah. it has worked for them for two years straight now. They're like over aggressive always at enemy buffs and everything sorry i've been on the longest rant right here no
1: that's what that's what a pot that's literally all a podcast is It's just someone ranting for a longer period of time like that's literally all podcasts are as as, in a vacuum so don't worry about it
2: okay i mean i can let you rant now if you want i I feel like dude i get
1: paid to rant all the time that's literally my whole job i just talk like that's it what am I even saying? I don't know. Half the time like I'm talking about Hades making space in a game today and where fine is clearly just hard inting <laughs> most of the time and I'm like All right, here he goes, making space again. But he was making space though. You got to give him that. You got to yeah. give him that. Uh, I didn't see the games, so. He played yeah. Hades solo and he proxied wave 2. Uh, and it and that was good. It was when he proxied after that think, that it didn't work.
2: Oh no, I watched game 1. Was that game 2?
1: That was game 2.
2: Yeah. yeah, I didn't
1: see game two. Game one, dude, Ghost like Ghost did the ghost thing, they got off to a huge lead, and then mm-hmm. it took them like forever to end. I don't know why they played they played really slow on the end. I guess maybe after the uh the end call against you guys, they decided to <laughs> uh to to reign that back in. What what were you thinking whenever they just started to <laughs> smork your Titan? Like Yeah, I was like
2: <laughs> there there are firewaves on both our Phoenixes, both our dead Phoenixes, right? Right. And I was like, they're just going to wait for these waves. They're going to hit our Titan and then they're going to all in mid Phoenix and play for the end after that. And so i had called for I'd call like a China flank, basically, for like Van and last, to like rotate way around. And like a what flank them from mid. And what, then what did you call it? It was like a China <laughs> flank. China does that stuff. Or like they used to. And
1: I don't understand.
2: I don't know. What? It's just like China's really far away, and then, like, you're <laughs> rotating around and then coming down. It, it makes sense in my head. Anyways. Sure, man. What? You gotta back me up here, man.
1: I don't have to do anything. That doesn't even make what? sense. Yeah.
2: Yeah, Nika, Nika knows about it. Okay, back to my point. Okay. So, uh, you can't just okay, Mammy. It's a thing. Watch.
1: All right, wait, I'll try it again.
2: Dude, it's, it's the Yeah, Ben is literally saying in chat, it's the call-out. Okay, thank you. Okay, man. It's, it's called the China flank. You either... Okay, whatever. <laughs> whatever. So, anyways, last call's out. They're going for the end. And I'm like, this dude's lit, man. It, they're obviously not ending. They're playing for our mid phoenix, And I just see, like, Cthulhu dashing through mid phoenix, playing for the end. And I'm like... Question mark? It's literally yeah. like what is going on? Why would you ever make this play? And then they literally all group up for like a massive cupid and Thanatos gets like one shot off the dunk. And I'm just like, yeah, I have no idea. Dude, the game is literally yours.
1: Yeah. That's, that's like, like th- th- they could have done a lot of different decisions, including deciding to counter China flank you guys, which <laughs> would have been unprecedented. Clearly. Thank you for using it. Yeah. Anytime. Um, I clearly know what it means. And they would have won. That was the only the only route where they lose that game, dude. Yep. That's like the only 100%. option that loses them that game. I have no which, idea how that happened. I felt
2: like it was a deserved for us anyways because we messed up on like three or two EFG sieges, which were Yeah, that's easily, how that works. <laughs> yeah, you mess up twice, they get to mess up once, we win the game. It's uh-huh. just how Smite works. Right. So, I don't know if you guys could tell in the game too... But I just felt like they were tilted. I don't know if you could tell from watching it.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's I just could... how those games go always, right? I don't even know if it's tilt. It, it has to be at least somewhat tilt. But in like, the history of Smite, I guarantee that every 50-minute <laughs> game that gets thrown on, Phoenix, like, on Titans, like every single one, the, game, the next game is a stomp. Every single mm-hmm. time. Like It has to be. It has to be. It's like 90% of those games are followed up by an immediate stomp. It's like every great five game set in Smite that happens. If you go to game five, game five will be a stomp. One way or the other. There has never been a competitive game five. It is just always a blowout. Game fours (laughs) lit. Game five suck. Like that's just the way it goes.
2: It's Kind of the same way with game threes. Are they like insane or really bad? Yeah. I feel.
1: Yeah. And the Um, only way game three is insane is if. Both games 1 and 2 were not close at all.
2: Yep. That's it. It's really awkward, man. Yeah, best of 5s are just
1: there's some weird Bro, no. I am so glad. I am so glad we do not do best of 5s in the regular season anymore. Like when I did a, a best of 5 at playoffs, I think it was like SEC playoffs that we did our first best of and no no those were like sweeps. It must have been at Phase 1 playoffs. I was like, dude, this is long. Like <laughs> What is going on? Like, what you expect? Why am I still here? Like, we've been talking about the same (laughs) stuff this whole time. I was like, dude, game three is just the way to go. Now you know, playoffs, finals, worlds, finals, semifinals, that kind of Mm -hmm. stuff. That's good. I'm I'm fine with that. That's fun. But I am so glad we don't have to do those for regular season anymore.
2: I think best of three is the perfect amount of games because if you lose game one, you can adapt, and then if you lose game two, it's on you. Yeah. And then it gives them a chance to counter whatever you lost to game one, countering with game two. Um so I think that's a perfect amount. Best of fives last season felt pretty short because we got three would to lot. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, you were out of there pretty quick. Yeah, we well, were speed running those days. Barrow was on the oh. yeah, Barrow was on the best of three feel no matter what last year. <laughs> Dude, that United one? Oh my. I have never been so upset at work ever. Like, no matter what, dude. I was so, I have never been so tilted in my whole <laughs> life. And I get tilted a lot. I get tilted a, a lot. That one was, was like, a mega tilt.
2: Game one was decent. Game two, we played better. Game three, we played even better. We still lost every single game. And I was just like, man, the curse, like, I don't know what we can do as a team
1: to win this game. you were never winning that fifth game. Never in a million years. As soon as you lost the first two, I actually asked if there was a point in you playing the third. There's the, the mental damage you guys sustained from losing the first two and knowing that you had been up 2-0 without them even playing, it's impossible. Like You couldn't have won. It would have been impossible, like 7K, bro. It, dude, it the did game not. Was so winnable. It, no, there is no world. Uh, there are infinite Wait. universes, and there are still no <laughs> universes where you won that game five. Okay, every universe where you came out on top in that set <laughs> was where you won game three or four. Uh, I on God, there's no way. That
2: was the set they picked. Rat, I think.
1: Yeah, they picked rat a lot.
2: Uh, it was. It was that's right a UC, C. Sorry. Um, it was that set and the set against Splice last year that tilted me the most, probably. Because were right. afterwards tilted me. Uh did we were you
1: up two O? You were up two yeah, O in that 2-0. set. Yep. Yep. I remember that. Now. And yeah, three, swept. four,
2: and five, we all had a five K lead and went to fire every time and threw a fire every time. <laughs> yep. And I
3: that was kind of awesome. Dude, that was awesome.
2: Yeah. Baskin Stealing Fire with Yorm 3 was literally just the cherry on top of this year is the most unlucky year ever. Yep. Ever, ever, ever. Like, it can't get worse.
1: I mean, like, you were trying to confirm an FG in front of Baskin. Like <laughs> It was like Yorm 3. and then Piloted by one, Baskin. So
2: It was one time it was like a 5v1 or 4v1 against Benji's Kama. And he stole it with a camo ult yep. over Vens Janus two, and I'm pretty sure Jeff literally died to Fire Giant or took like 80 percent of his health because he was standing in pools. <laughs> I remember watching that VOD and I was just like, "How is this happening, dude?" <laughs> literally, this should not, this should be impossible, man.
1: Yeah, that's uh, yeah. it was a tough one. It was a tough one. I'm uh, I'm sorry to to I, actually I didn't even bring it up. You brought it up, so I don't have to <laughs> yeah. ap- I don't have to apologize for anything.
3: It's Sunday, 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 and they're coming back to the NFL with NFL TV. You can stream every live out-of-market NFL game every Sunday afternoon on your favorite devices, plus Red Zone and DirecTV Fantasy Zone channels. Never miss your favorite teams or favorite players. No matter where you live, NFL TV is your key to the most glorious Sundays ever. Use the promo code BLUEWIRE at checkout to get 15% off your subscription. Visit NFLSundayTicket.tv and use promo code BLUEWIRE. And also, guys, you've kind of on restaurants now they're counting on you and while their dining rooms may be closed they're still open for delivery with DoorDash. DoorDash is the app that brings you the food you're craving right to your door and ordering is easy. Open the DoorDash app choose what you want to eat and your food be left safely outside your door with a new contactless delivery drop-off setting. We use DoorDash at the office all the time to get lunch from people like Chipotle, Wendy's and hundreds of other options. Many of your favorite local restaurants are still open for delivery too just open the DoorDash app select your favorite local spot and your food is on its way. Right now, our listeners can get $5 off with zero delivery fees on their first order of $15 or more when you download the DoorDash app and use code BLUEWIRE. That's $5 off and your zero delivery fees on your first order when you download the DoorDash app in the app store and enter code BLUEWIRE. Don't forget that's code BLUEWIRE for $5 off your first order with DoorDash.
1: Um, All right, we should probably get going on our main topic because people ask us this all the time, and I have not given you any prep whatsoever for this, uh, and I think that's going to be fair here. Everyone always asks us, For our Mount Rushmore, our iconic four players from each role in all of SPL history. So I figured we, and we did it a little bit on the Q&A episode, but we rushed through it. I didn't give it a, I didn't think about it at all.
2: Wait, I haven't had the chance to think about it at
1: all. Well, neither have I. I, I, dude, I literally, I'm going to be honest. They, I was, uh, you know, I have to like, let them know what we're going to talk about beforehand so they can set the title and get everything ready. Um... Mm -hmm. I literally, uh, 3.30 a.m. last night, I'm going to sleep. And I'm like, I don't know, dude. We'll just talk about our Mount Rushmore. Because I like, saw another tweet about it from th- like, that weekend or something like that. And I was like, I don't know, dude. It's the week before the bye week It's a holiday weekend. Like That's, that's what we're doing. So, sorry, chat. That's what you get. But I think it'll be interesting anyways. Um, where do you want to start, Barrow? Because we're definitely starting on a side lane. And I will not take anything else. Basically okay you're starting an adc now this is our top four ever um if you don't hear your favorite player in our top four it's because we don't like you or and or actually we don't like you and we don't like your favorite player and it is personal so um make sure you keep that in mind uh Mm -hmm. who you got bear who's who are your top four your mount rushmore of adcs
2: Uh, Well, Emolito has to be on there. Has to be. Uh, Pandica has to be on there. Has to be. Uh, I want to put vote on there because I feel like everyone forgets about vote. But then if I put vote, me or Zap can't go on there.
1: That's how math works.
2: Thank you. You're welcome. Um, I feel like vote... It's just flying under the radar for so many people
1: as He's far definitely as
2: like iconic ABCs go. Yep. But he didn't uh, start until
1: season three. Season three was like his first year of competitive.
2: Fine. Me and, me and Zap.
1: That's correct. Yeah, that is the correct for the only other person that has any sort of claim outside of Emilito, Panda, Zap, Steve. The only other person who gets <laughs> any sort of credit there is Reels. That's it. Bro. M- maybe ataraxia maybe d- but reels i'm just Beast. not on the reels hype train i man. know you aren't i know you aren't i missed the bus apparently you I really did stuff. i don't know how that dude was sick nasty sick nasty just, that dude just he's just a gamer um mm-hmm. oh there's one more uh allied also deserves to be in that conversation mm-hmm. those are well, the old go ahead he's just
2: more iconic than the rest of us honestly
1: in a lot of ways yes but if we're talking like what you guys have done like oh you've watched competitive smite before like who's your favorite Mm -hmm. adc player the chances are one of you four are going to be in there um Mm -hmm. ricky bobby 101 in chat brings up cyclone i think that is a good shout he probably actually does deserve to be in that conversation role swapping hurts cyclone because he wants to be in solo and adc he definitely does deserve the conversation in adc having won a world championship there but mm-hmm. i feel pretty I, I feel very strong about my adc mount rushmore and it's barra zap Emilito, and panda cat um mm-hmm. you cannot have the list without putting panda and uh Emilito on there i think those two are hard locks agrees and i think you two have to be hard locks as well no i'm yeah. not arguing anymore it's you four that's 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 yeah. all there is to it okay Support. I guess I'll go first this time since you went first for ADC. Thank you. Support is tough. Raffer has to be on there legally. Mm-hmm. Um, Raffer, Mike, Aurora, I think all have to be on there.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: Then Jeff is in my mind. Trix is in my mind. feel like I'm missing at least one really iconic one. Kalas, no, I wouldn't say Kalas. I
2: think he'd be on the second
1: Mount Rushmore. Yeah, me. yeah, he he would be. He's like top, you know, top eight. Yeah, I guess exactly what you're saying. But um, okay, Jake is not going on the list, chat. Jake's been on the SPL for literally checks watch <laughs> nine months. Like, are you kidding me, man? Get out of here with that. All right, I'm going. <sighs>
2: The fourth one's really hard. I agree with their top three: Rapper, Michael Roar. Yeah. Um, I feel like you can make an argument for Jeff and Emilzy and Tricks all to slide in there. Yep. And I'm not sure which one
1: fits. I think I gotta give it. It's tough. I I, th- I don't think I'm gonna. I don't think Z, it, I think I'm narrowing it down to Jeff and Tricks because mm-hmm. Emilzy didn't win worlds. And he wasn't around as long as Tricks. Tricks set a lot of metas. Not that Emilzy didn't, but again, Mount Rushmore is about like how historic you are. So mm-hmm. I think I'm going to give it to. I think I'm going to give it to. I think I got to give it to Jeff. I really do. I'm, I'm putting. I'm putting Jeffy in. There. I
2: agree. Jay I agree. handles. I'm. I'm biased, but you know.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's I'm always fair. biased bomb asks, what do you need to see Neil there? It's a good question. Neil also has not been in the SPL for that long. If Neil wins another Worlds, uh, he's in there for sure.
2: Mm -hmm. I would agree with that. He's... I the main reason you would bring up Neil is because he won Worlds. Yeah. That sounds, like, obvious and dumb, but I feel like his regular seasons haven't been, like, that impressive. Yep. Um, Well, not, like, as a player bashing him or anything. I just feel like his teams have...
1: What about we didn't bring up Ionic? Ionic might deserve to be in that conversation.
2: He, he's on the second one for me, for sure.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I think he does I, make top eight, but probably not the top four.
2: Yeah, I think it's, it would be like Ionic, uh Callus, Tricks, and Milzy for the second one for
1: me. I think I'm fine with that. I think I'm fine with that for sure. Hindu man wanted to hear the list again. Our support list is Raffer, Aurora, Mike, Jay Handles, Jeff Hindla. Mm-hmm. But, tricks tank is right there with jeff i'm i'm okay with either one of those uh for support okay time to head over towards the mid lane who you got there four yamans uh is
2: that allowed
1: no but it probably should be
2: it is actually insane how good that man is yep uh can we put andy raw on there
1: Andy, as long as he gets raw or baskin, I will allow. Or raw or Scylla, I should say. Raw or Scylla, uh, and Answers on the list.
2: Okay. Um, I will put, I will put, I will put, I will put, uh, prime for mm-hmm. iconicness. Um, Yaman, I want to put stealth, but his career ended a little early. It did. Um, I kind of want to put Vin, honestly. He deserves but... to be in the conversation. And I'm trying to think of another in a mid laner.
1: Hurry has that been okay. around the longest. Uh, Hurry for sure. Hurry deserves to be up there, I think. Baskin's career
2: was too short. Baskin's career was too short for mid, in my opinion.
1: Yeah. Yeah, but the people who roll swapped get hurt by this for sure.
2: Mm-hmm. Paul as well uh, It just hasn't been that long yep. I feel like for Mount Rushmore It's not about like player skill Or like player ceiling It's more just iconicness
1: Yes I agree with that Yeah Zero. I think Zeros is is one that I agree with I think Zeros is on there for me
2: Wait so what's your total list? Your I point?
1: think my total list would be Yamin And if I can't put three other Yamin's it would be <laughs> Yamin, Prime, Zeros. And the fourth one is the hardest one. I'm tempted to put Ven, I'm tempted to put Hurry. Just to get some sort of NA presence on there, man. I mean, we're talking three
2: EUs. <laughs> Hurry's number one worlds, right?
1: No, yes, yeah, not. I don't think he's even been. Where what's the farthest Hurry has made it in Worlds? I don't think he's. Has he even played at Worlds? I don't know that he has. <laughs> I don't think he has. Ever? What team was he on last year? He was on Dig. Year. Yeah, he made it... Yeah, Dig last year. That was his first time playing at Worlds. I'm almost positive that was that was his first time playing at Worlds. So he's made it to semifinals, which is definitely good. Um, and I thought he was really good on that Dig team, for sure. Uh, but I don't know if I... I think I think it's Van. I would
2: agree with that because it came in hot. Yeah, that sounds weird. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Listen, man, that's your boy. You know, I I respect it. You gotta you gotta pick him up. I regret saying that one. On to the junglers. Yeah. Um. Andy
2: adapting Cuvo
1: Scream. Hmm. No no Gars. Too short. Gar is Gar- too short. Yep.
2: Same with Boosh. Same with Stealth. And er, Sam gets an or- honorary sh- shout-out. Honorary, honorary.
1: Yeah, Sam, it's so crazy to think about. Sam has only been in the league for like a year and a half. Uh, Sam will be on that list. I don't know if I can, in good conscience, put him there now, but... That dude deserves to be on the list. I might put him on there already, but I don't know. I, I probably shouldn't. All right, so adapting, obviously, number one there. I agree. Mm-hmm. I agree with Cubo. Um, I agree with Andy. I think... I think I'm going to put Cherry. I think I'm going to put Cherry there. Mm-hmm. I, think, I think of Cherry as an iconic jungler. Um, those are probably my four any of them save perspective I, I think any of them save uh adapting are liable to be bounced by sam again this is about like how iconic you are in right. your role chat this isn't who's the best of all time even it's not it's that's not what it's about
2: we literally just said that like three
1: minutes ago. yeah i know but i'm still seeing chat, chat like, like uh... freak out about <laughs> yeah. it i need to staple it to my forehead like that's the way it's going to be like <laughs> they just need constant. Everyone's saying ice ice chat. He's not more iconic than Anister and he's not more. Do you think he's more iconic than Cherio? I guess I'll default to the EU guys, but I don't. I think when I think of junglers out of EU, I think of adapting Cuvo and Cherry. I don't think ice ice deserves to be on that list above anybody that's, uh, that's there.
2: Twig might be on the list, but for some reason, my brain doesn't go there.
1: Yeah. And Sc- Venn says Scream. Scream definitely deserves to be in that conversation for sure. I just think, I I could, I don't know, man. I think it's hard to not let recency bias really take you. I think Cuvo has been really, really disappointing for PK this year, but, like, he has been it's so consistent. Right, that's exactly. It's He's been so year. consistent for so long. Like, that's that's what it's about. You know, that's what it's about. I'm put. I'm putting. It's Cubo adapting. Uh, Cubo adapting Cherry and andminster and that's all there is to it. Who are you for? Uh,
2: Scream Cubo adapting Andy.
1: I I very much like that list. Okay, solo laners. This one,
2: I think I is the hardest hate this
1: one. I think it's the hardest uh, one.
2: Because there's so many people. I mean, you could bring up Cyclone, for just decimating season two. Yep. I don't know if it was season three. Bring up Omega, but his career was a little short. Uh, Divios as well. Fine. Okay. Deathwalker. I mean, there's this new guy named Nika.
1: He's been pretty good. He's been pretty good.
2: Yeah. I Here, hate this one. Here's this my hot take.
1: Impossible. Here's my hot take. My initial reaction. I'm not going to tell you my four quite yet. My initial oh. reaction is to leave Dimmy off this top four. How sacrilegious is that? Mm, i'm not saying i'm going to
2: but if you don't count laning phase dimmy has to be on the list
1: how can you not count laning phase bro but like think about that that, how that how that team team later ever maybe
2: ever i stand by that that man is a team fighting machine or maybe
1: i don't know dude dimmy shortest career out of the energy guys shortest career out of the energy guys did a lot for that team, and I think he's a genius when it comes to smite. I love the guy as a person. I, it is not meant to be an attack on him at all. But <laughs> I think you can point to a lot of other factors on those teams. I'm not saying Dimmy that's, didn't that's contribute. Unfair. That's not fair. Just, that's just how I feel. Like I just think that when you're looking at guys like Deathwalker and guys like Benji that have molded metas around themselves, Dimmy did his own thing and did it really well. Also, shout outs to Seabomb210, who put Walrus in the chat and turned off my brain <laughs> for two seconds. Like, I literally, I'm like making an argument for why no Dimmy, and he's like, yeah, Walrus. I'm like, what? Walrus, Walrus. Uh, I don't know, man. Look, I'm not saying he doesn't deserve to be on the list. I just think that every other energy member has been instant includes. I don't know that Dimmy is for me. Here are my uh, instant clues. Here are the people that absolutely have to be on there. No questions asked. Okay? Deathwalker, Benji. Those two have to be on the top four. If those, are, mm-hmm. those two aren't on the top four, there's no point in this list. I think Variety almost certainly has to be on there. Because he's done it for longer. And then, who am I, am I leaving out Divios for Demi? For am I leaving out... Uh, I'm, I'm missing someone who I should oh, be. Oh, yeah, pur- let's talk about Final okay. K. Final okay, K, I don't think he's done it long enough.
2: All right, what's your what's your length then?
1: I don't know. I mean... Five years? No, he's been here for... This is his third year. I guess that's long enough. Third year? But he hasn't... won. Yeah, he started season five with... CLG was his first, like, big team, right? Season
2: five? No way. It had to be before that. No so. way! How to be like season three.
1: Sino's so saying he played season four. No, I was close. Yeah, what about what about Baskin? What about Cyclone? Am hey, I leaving Baskin those? Guys, am I leaving those Two guys seats. else? Oh yeah, he played Sore season four. You're right. Thank you, Chat. One split in season four. Okay, so basically this is his okay. like third full year. No, that's fair. Fine deserves right. to be in the conversation, but I don't. I do not think I can put Fine on there quite yet. He hasn't won Worlds yet. Uh, I know Variety hasn't either, but he's been such a such a key part for so long. That's Apam saying Ronnie, it, I think that's fair. Scary's won a world championship. He's been to he's been to numerous worlds and had great performances there. Hard Pop season three. Hard Pop season three. Cyclone Spin. Baskin. Omega. Were you ever even talking about like Omega from back in the way day? Way
2: too short. Well, I already brought it up. Way too short. Way oh, yeah. too short. Yeah. I DS1. solo
1: lane is the hardest one. I'm so convinced that solo is the hardest one. I am okay, non-negotiable. Dimmy. I'm non-negotiable on Benji and on Deathwalker. That's it. Th- those... Demi
2: has to be on there, bro. Does You're it? trolling by not putting Demi on there, man. I mean, okay, his career was short, and this might be my only exception, but that man from like two or three levels behind would make more impact than the enemy solo laner. In late game team fights.
1: I, look, I'm not questioning if he was goaded, because he is. But there are other people that are also goaded, you know? That's all I'm saying. There's only okay, room for so four goats. There's a small amount <laughs>
2: Deathwalker, right? for sure. For Benji sure.
1: Deathwalker are hard-locked. You cannot, okay. you cannot make a top four without those two.
2: Okay, let's narrow it down to three, then. Okay. Demi? <sighs> Variety? So hard, And who's your third?
1: Uh, What? We're not even close to only having three in that spot. Baskin and Cyclone both deserve to be in that conversation. Okay, Cyclone hard popped for one season? Divios as well. Yeah, but no one carried that hard like ever, man. Agreed.
2: Agreed. But his team also played around it,
1: which is your argument for Demi. That is true.
2: They would literally throw themselves into the fire. Cyclone (laughs) rotated in late and hard carry. I agree. No one, ever, no one person has ever done that before, but their team literally inted. So, Cy- so Cyclone could shine. Sure. I mean, no one, no one has ever been that good at it. Don't get me wrong.
1: Sure. That's fair. All right. I'm ready to, to give you my definitive okay. third and I'm not moving on this. <laughs> it's Baskin. It's Baskin. Because this is Baskin, okay, and this is a, This is a discussion that I've had recently. Solo is Baskin's best role, and I really don't think it's close. Like, he is sick in mid, but this dude dominated solo lane. Every time he was in there, man, it has got to be Baskin. Dude, he subbed last year, hadn't played in the SPL, came in and broke the averages on every measurable stat in solo lane and then walked off into the sunset again. Like, that is alpha, man. It has to be Baskin. Those are, okay, those are the first three. I'm not moving.
2: I disagree with that.
1: Just because it's so
2: so short, I just disagree. I feel like, I feel like you're trolling. I agree with Sino. I feel like it's Divios.
1: Divios can still, I've only got three. I'm okay with putting Divios fourth.
2: So you're going to take out Variety? Or Demi, and, yeah, and, and Demi. Demi? I, oh.
1: think, I think you can make an argument to putting Divios above those.
2: I just feel like you need to take off your basket of underwear.
1: Not possible, are uh, the only underwear I own. <laughs> 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 That's it. Uh,
2: yeah, it's Benji, Deathwalker, Demi, Divios.
1: Wait, say that again?
2: Benji, Deathwalker, Demi, Divios.
1: I, that is respectable I, i'm not Thank angry you. at it it's also correct it's not because baskin isn't on there
2: dude we can just put an over like yeah just put baskin at his own little thing
1: baskin like just, reigns above the entire mount yeah, rushmore he has
2: his own mount rushmore okay it's mount baskin
1: mount Moore. baskin yeah, that's fair. Okay, assuming that we can't have Mount Baskin, that all of these actually, dude, that's what we do. We just name the whole mountain Mount Baskin, and then every roll is on the mountain.
2: <laughs> there it is. There's a circle of faces and Baskin just on top.
1: Yeah, Baskin on top, dude. Just woony, just big chilling <laughs> up there. Uh, okay, my my top four. My top four. Yeah. Death Which Walker, Benji, incorrect. Baskin dimmy i'm gonna end on dimmy he sneaks yeah. in he sneaks in and forth divios is number five variety's number six that's what i've decided that's my top six i just i just did it for you incorrect fair enough all right what do we got next coaches coaches uh there well, no, I'm trolling. We're not we're obviously Yeah, okay. Not, I was about
2: to say like Yeah, we're not doing coaches. How do you
1: No, yeah. we're we're definitely coaches. not doing coaches.
2: Uh, about coaches.
1: But there's our but there's our Mount Rushmore chat. Um we get asked it all the time, so now I can at least point everyone to uh to that list. And now we'll have it.
2: Wait. Here for you casting for worlds your Mount Rushmore.
1: Oh, casting for worlds. And God, it has to be
2: like it. season 1. Season two, like which world? Man, you're gonna make best? people not like me
1: with this. You're gonna make there people go. not like me. That's fair. That's not fair, bro. Okay, listen. Can well, I start off with? I this? talked about players. I know there should be a there should, be a there should be a whole. Friends. I know, but there should be a whole. I should get a whole episode to talk about casting and in the history of Smite casters. Okay, Bart and DM mm-hmm. were not Bart Bart uh, a bigger offender than most technically we're not we're not good technical casters like doing the things they should be doing they weren't great at that but they were so charismatic and energetic and well-spoken that they were great at their jobs anyways so and that is not a shot at them at all it's just you compare what they were doing to what we do now and we have taken a much different approach to how we cast these days and i think for the record we are our team now is miles better than those teams were in season one, it's just very different. Um, and I'm not again not trying to put all of that down as far as your question. Um, the top four in no particular order, I would put Bart, Hindu Man, F. Dot, and myself. I think that's who have had the most consistent, good casts on the world stage Bart Bart's calls are just too iconic to not ha- put him on there but again mm-hmm. it's 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 short it's short time period for him um but I think that I think that that's the only I, I think that's where I'd put the list for my Agreed. for me what, what what's yours
2: Disagree with your list honestly uh that was my four
1: yeah he like Tom had so many great calls Hindu that re- we don't have that much uh we don't have that much time, so I can't really go into it. But Hindu last year, I remember, you know, Hindu uh, kind of ramped up the second half of the year, casted a whole bunch more SPL in the second half that he did in the first half. And I was a little bit worried going into finals last year on how if he would be rusty, if he'd be able to bring the same energy, all that kind of stuff, be locked into the meta. And I think Hindu man messed around and had his best finals cast <laughs> ever last year. And I was like mad about it. I was like, dude, how are you going to? come in, ramp up in half the amount of time as everybody else. And then like have your best cast yet. Uh, it was, it was a really good, he had a very good, I think last year's world's call was Hindu's best, best game he's ever casted.
2: Real quick. I want them to make montages of casting for the smart worlds. Just. that would be sick. Like the best play is the best casting because moments are built through casting. Sure. And like when I watch back plays of like either like regular season or worlds from like the past, it's always the casting that I remember, cause it just it just gives you chills. Yeah, just watching it back and listening to it. So that was one request for the community. I would want like a casting montage of just like the hypest moments. Like,
1: get on it, chat. That's uh, yeah. yeah someone someone's got to make it, dude. There there are a lot of great uh, calls from from worlds from world dude i just i just love worlds so much dude i just cannot wait for the biggest games because that uh because those are the best ones for sure um what's our
2: our question yeah
1: yeah i i was just about to say i don't really have one someone in your chat told me to ask um what is your preferred way to drink water uh and i actually think it's pretty good so um yeah what's what is your preferred rank Uh, your best ways to drink water
2: with my mouth That's my favorite. Bruh. Yeah. I don't think I can say that on
1: this podcast, <laughs> so I'm going to skip it. Um, <laughs> what? <sighs> when the water is about to go into your mouth, <laughs> do you prefer it to be cold? Room temperature? Uh, yeah. <laughs> out of a bottle? Or are you a, a water bottle kind of guy?
2: Okay, post workout ice cold water any other time like okay, there's there's room temp and then there's ice cold. It has to be like 75% of the way to ice cold is the best casual drinking temperature for water.
1: Uh that is a much better answer. You should have gone with that the first time. That was much really? yeah, that was good. Um yeah, I am – I am. Not, some people are, like, room temperature water all the time. Mm. No chance, mm. dude. No chance. Room temperature water just has this bad – it has a bad mouth feel. Like, it just doesn't yep. feel good in your mouth. These, like – these sort of, like – Unlike the salt or sauce. Right. Yeah. Um. These types of water bottles that keep your water, like, super cold, those are the best. Like – I want to be able to feel how cold it is going all the way down into my stomach. That's what I'm all about. So, as much ice as is necessary. If there's too, so and here's another little intricacy. If there's more ice, if there's more than like a layer of ice, if it if it stacks up because there's that much ice, you need a straw mm-hmm. because then there's going to be too much momentum from the ice when <clears throat> you tip the cup up and <laughs> up to drink it. <laughs> Yeah. Check. can i clue you in on a secret sometimes i just like to start saying things to see how in depth i can go on something that doesn't matter and i'm really impressed with myself on this one let me tell you if yeah. the, if there is more than one layer of ice then it's gonna get onto your lip and your lips gonna get cold okay what
2: you t- not worried about like the avalanche of water that rushes on your face
1: well i'm not I'm not pouring it up here, Baron. No, dude, I'm it's doing like, like
2: all rushes, bro. That's what I'm that's saying, right? Right? No, that's what I'm saying.
1: So there's more the than that. If, if there's more than that, you either have to like sip, and that's just a pain because I'm thirsty, <laughs> or you got to use a straw. Okay, if you've got more than one layer of ice, you're gonna need a straw, and that's a fa- and, and no one needs to be hating on straws. Some people hate on straws. I don't get it. Straws are good. And more people should use them. You can get reusable ones. We have some. We've got some that we just pop in the dishwasher. Nice and easy. Uh, Use straws. They're good. Are you a type of guy to, I know John Finch is this kind of guy. He goes, you know, he goes to McDonald's. Can I get a Coke? No ice. Are you a no ice Uh, at the the fast food place kind of guy?
2: No, I prefer like 50% ice and in like drinks at restaurants and fast food.
1: He claims no. that it's coming out no cold anyways. Serial killers. Yeah. He's claiming that it comes out without ice anyways. And the ice is just taking up soda space, but I don't think it's not the right mixture. Like, and this is a conspiracy theory of mine. The syrup ratio on the water, on the fountains is designed to get, Water in from the ice because it's too, it's too sugary without it. It needs some ice in there to melt in and balance out your flavor properly. Mm-hmm. Like you need, and you need it.
2: Coke ice cubes are delicious.
1: Agreed. Agreed.
2: It's so good. Or like any soda ice cube is delicious. And yep, that's just a bad argument for I need more soda. Like quality over quantity, bro. Mm. There you go.
1: Yeah, I, I think I would agree with that. Uh, I think I would agree with that. Venenu, your teammate, is not a part of that. He seems to be a no-ice kind of guy. He's a uh,
2: special breed human.
1: (laughs) (laughs) He's doing his best out there, okay? He's doing his best. Uh, That's going to do it for us this week on the Backliners podcast. It's a bye week next week um, in the SPL. Mm -hmm. I think maybe we bye week, potentially, or maybe we don't. I don't know. We haven't talked about it at all. We got to talk about it. Yeah, we'll, we'll figure it out so check the twitters all that kind of stuff make sure you guys are following us on spotify and on apple podcasts you can find a whole bunch of different great esports podcasts on the prediction uh page so make sure you're checking those guys out and uh give us a rating because that that helps us out quite a bit thanks for watching everyone and we'll see you next time here on the backliners john do your bye
2: bye nice uh, wasn't the one. all right you want to you want to redo or what <clears throat> <sighs> bye that was pretty good not like- bad Thank you.
1: The wait is finally over. Football is finally back. Now, you might not be at a game this year, but you can still be in on the action at Bet Online. Bet Online is going the extra mile to make sure that you can get in on every possible chance to win this season. From game spreads and totals to team, player, and coaching props, Bet Online gives you more options to wager than anywhere else.